0: You're listening to RTI Audio, powered by Rocky Top Insider. This is Pancakes and Bacon with VFL, Kyler Kurbison, and Reed Bacon.
1: Hello, Vol Nation. Welcome to another episode of Pancakes and Bacon. I'm your host, as always, Kyler Kurbison. Joining us with Reed Bacon. We have a great podcast today. We are talking the 2024 SEC schedule release. Uh, our thoughts on playing Oklahoma versus Texas and some of those games that got flipped around. Uh, we're talking about Vol baseball over at uh, in Omaha and they're lost to LSU, but we're gonna bounce back on Monday. And then we talk Boo Carter, who committed over the weekend, an athlete out of Chattanooga uh, that Tennessee is very excited about, and what we saw from his film. So before we get into any of that, if you guys are watching, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and leave a comment. We love interacting with you guys in the comments. If you're just listening, rate and review, download and re-download. It helps us so much. And follow us on those uh, listening platforms. Also, follow us on social media at Pancakes and Bacon for our main account on Twitter at Pancakes and Bacon underscore RTI on Instagram. Uh, if you want to follow Reed, his main account on Twitter is just at rbacon26. And then if you'd like to follow myself, it is just at KylerKerbison on all social medias. Uh, so let's jump on into this uh, great podcast. All right. Welcome in, everybody. Uh, I think we have a great podcast coming ahead of us um i'm very excited about it because we've got some really nice things to talk about we got the 2024 schedule release the sec schedule we've got Vol baseball in the college world series and we just landed a big time recruit in boo carter so very excited to talk about everything uh before we get into that though reed how we doing bud
0: Hello, Kyler. Happy Father's Day to you because you are a father of two cats. Happy <laughs> yes, Father's that is Day. correct. Happy Father's Day to me because I'm your daddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you freaking wish.
0: Yeah, I. I know you recognize this. Uh, this is another um, another entry in the mm. Kyler Kerberson hand-me-downs to to me through his big trash bag and stuff. Yes. And so you would think I wouldn't be able to wear his old, uh, where's the sevens? What's up, double seven? There you go. Boom. Uh, You wouldn't think I'd be able to wear this because he wore it as a, like a, just a little pullover zip up jacket, but I wear it because uh, I love running in it, working out in it. It's a nice little sweat box and it, it basically fits me kind of like a rain jacket. So it's not, it's not too huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh that was tight on the arms and shoulders when I was 320. So... <laughs>
0: It's just funny because when you gave me all those clothes, like I wouldn't think I'd be able to wear, but I I legitimately wear the two dry fits every week because they're so comfortable and so big. I like them, and they like I said they fit me upper, but they're still a little long on the arms and a little long, but I I like that. I just yeah, I fit, it feels so comfortable. I wear your Tampa Bay Bucks one sometimes too. I think I've said that on here because it's a comfortable shirt. And Then I wear this so. I, I get a lot of use out of stuff. That's two X. That's good. Well, a couple, well, a couple things were three X, but yeah. Anyways, happy father's day to all the papas out there. Um, I got, uh, I, you know, it, it sucks that everyone else has to come in second cause I got the best one in the world. So Roberto <laughs> is, uh, is the man I'm very, very fortunate to have him, uh, to look up to and to be a role model and genuinely you know, my best friend, he's the number one person I love to watch sports with or play golf with. So
1: mm-hmm. it's very
0: fortunate. And then I've had a lot of really great uh, father figure role models. So that I'm just very lucky in that.
1: Yeah, it's great. I mean, fathers, uh, yeah, it can be a very close and tight relationship. So it's awesome. Um, how was your weekend so far? Not too shabby, not too shabby. Let's see,
0: Friday, just hung out. Uh, Megan was busy, uh, so we didn't go out to dinner. I just had a nice little practice session at the range on Friday afternoon, which was which was needed, and it, it was good. I left feeling better about the game, so that was nice. And then my family went to a party in the neighborhood, which I have no desire to do that. So I literally killed <laughs> at the house with Annie and ate. Some food and just had a nice little easy night. Uh, yesterday was a nice day. Hung out uh, with Megan, uh, watched the UT baseball game, which I said that we would lose. We'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. This is pretty. This is pretty funny. So I love to fish, but I like to fish at ponds. You know, yeah. maybe maybe like a small river. And I used to fish all the time here at Holston because they got two great ponds to go fishing. Then they were really against it, and they didn't want people fishing because they, it was getting really bad, not only with members wanting to fish, but then non-members showing up. So, oh, yeah. So that happened, and then one of the ponds got a lot of algae in it, and that's just really annoying. So I was like, I, you know, I haven't fished over there in about a year. <clears throat> so when when the whole snail's invitational, I mean, yeah, the Knoxville Open, I'm sorry, Knoxville Open was up here for the corn ferry a couple weeks ago. I ran into some people, and it was a, a younger kid who I used to... When I lifeguarded, he was younger. Now he's like a sophomore, junior in high school. He's a great kid. And so we were talking about fishing and he was showing me pictures of some nice, nice, good sized bass that he was catching down in the the bigger pond. And I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to do it. I said, I'm going to give it another shot. I said, it was a disaster a year ago when I went algae wasn't getting any bites. I had really thought that they had the course had grown everything up on purpose in there to, to deter people from fishing mm-hmm. So Megan and I went yesterday and my rods are kind of the, the ones I have now are broken I need to get rid of them so I went and bought a new rod uh, get it all lined out everything like that. So I bribed my dad I said dad if you if you set my line and, and get my weight and uh, bait on there that I like I like it I'll I'll get you some bourbon. Nice little nice little trade off. And so he said, All right, he, he was like, I'll do it, I'll do it, no problem.
1: But, <laughs> dad.
0: Yeah. Help, help just me. Just uh just a 32-year-old and still getting his dad to set his lines.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just like you were five.
0: Exactly. So uh he did that for me. So after floor or after Megan and I ate up at the uh, country club last night. Uh, I came home, got the rod, and I went down there. I was like, so pumped. I was like, I feel it. I'm going to catch something tonight. First cast, back in, a lot of algae. I'm like, damn, that's annoying. Second cast, throw it out, really didn't. It's a lot of algae. I'm like, this probably ain't going to be worth it. Take one, third one, I really whip it because I really want to get it deep out there. And all of a sudden, I just see my weight and my bait just flying across the pond. <laughs> The line snapped on my third, and I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" And I just went like this, and just shook my head. And I was just
1: leave. Here's your sign, like just leave.
0: Yeah, and I looked over at Megan, and she was cracking up, but trying not to laugh loud or whatever, because she didn't know if I was like actually, actually mad. And that's why I told her. I said, "Used to a couple years ago, because I started probably six, seven, eight years ago, where I would go very consistently in the summer, but I would go down there." three or four deep you know yeah. with with uh with rods so that if one gets caught or one gets stuck and i have to rip it okay i can just pick another up and go i don't want to sit there and have to you know, do all do you know do all that nonsense while i'm burning daylight so yeah it was just it was funny though that that happened that's hilarious um, how, how, how was your weekend
1: not too not too bad uh sister-in-law came in to shop for some couches have more options around here in nashville Nice, And it's so funny. Like I went with her and my wife and we went to all these stores and looked at all this stuff. And like I brought my measuring tape so that they could like measure out things. It's just, it's so funny how like a man's mind works versus like, yeah, they were like, well, so, so like, what do you think about this couch? I was like, it's comfortable, like, like comfortable. And then I would like measure it out and go, yeah, I mean, I could lay flat on this. Yeah. Well, like those were my two factors that I cared about. It's was like, is it comfortable and can I lay flat on it? Great. And does, does
0: it look, you know, like we care somewhat what it looks like. Like It looks decent.
1: But it was like, what color fabric? What kind of fabric? What oh, do yeah. the pillows look like? Are you doing two pillows or three pillows? How wide is the armrest? Is it narrow? Do you have an armrest? Is it on the ground? Is it off the ground? What do the legs look like? <laughs> I'm just like, is it over foot? Is it over 76 inches and it's comfy? I'm good, baby. I am good. <laughs>
0: But the thing is, this is yeah. It's not even coming to your house though. It's for your. It's for your sister-in-law.
1: Yeah, I know. But I. I thought the exact same thing when my wife was doing them. She was like, "What? What do you want in a couch?" I'm like, "I want it to be long enough I can lay on it." Yeah. That's it. Because you don't. Because not all couches are like that.
0: No, no. I, I. I know there's plenty of couches that I couldn't sleep on comfortably. So I know damn well there's some that you can't.
1: No. So. I, um, I legit like messed up my knees one time sleeping over at a friend's house in college and just hyperextended them all night up on the armrest. Like literally had my knees up on the armrest and it was just like bending, like hyperextending them like that all night. And I woke up, I've never been so much pain in my life on like the back of my knees. Why didn't you just go to the floor? I just because there was nothing on the floor. Like I would have to take the pillows off. They didn't have like a air mattress or anything. I was trying to be comfortable. And I didn't even realize like how shitty that would hurt the next day until I got to the next day and was like, Oh fuck.
0: Dude, I would have just, I I don't mind the floor. I can straight just floor. Give me a pillow. Now, if I'm in bed, I'm usually on a side, I'm a side sleeper, but if I get on the floor and I'm tired enough, you can just get me one pillow. There's times I'll I'll watch sporting events. One pillow, flat floor, looking straight up. It's very comfortable for my oh, back. No way, dude.
1: Yeah, my back would be ruined.
0: No, no, no. It helps mine. It helps my, uh, um, uh-uh. like disc and stuff. I don't know. You gotta, just yeah,
1: sport. I'm a side. Usually a side sleeper. I need like a pillow between the legs, something to grab onto on the side. It's a it's a whole thing now.
0: Well, when you come over, to when we go to practice, and you need to sleep, I'll give you something to hold on to. <laughs>
1: well, I appreciate that. Thank you for the offer.
0: Don't don't act like we're on camera that you won't take me up on it. You're going to show hey, up. Hey, not
1: in front of the fans. Okay,
0: you're gonna show up and be like, "Hey, big boy." <laughs> um. Okay, so let's let's chat. jump into
1: some actual content here.
0: So, what what did you think about the baseball game?
1: No, we're gonna go 2024 schedule first.
0: That's what I said.
1: <laughs> um, so with the schedule SEC, um, SEC schedule. Yeah, just the SEC schedule. We're not worried about out of conference, all that blah blah blah, whatever. This is the first year they're not gonna have the divisions. Um, and if if this gives us a clue to what we have in the future, I do like it because one thing that I wanted was for us to keep our rivalries with Bama and Florida. I felt like those are really our two biggest rivals. Um, and I wanted them on our schedule. I, I know that Alabama's good. I know that they've been really good. I, I like certain people were like, Oh, well, like, do you really want to have to play Bama every year? Yeah. They've been our rival for like a hundred freaking years. like, Yes, I want to play them every year because I don't want to bow out as soon as we get good enough to beat them. So, uh, Mr. Bacon, your hand was raised. (laughs) Thank you. So, I
0: agree. Now, you're talking to someone that four years ago, six years ago, I would have said I wish we would stop playing them. There was no hope in sight for me. You know, Kiffin was here very briefly. And I was young at that point, so I thought – I was young at that point, so I, he's good on game day. But now that I'm older, I would not want him as my coach. So don't, don't take it that way. But when I'm younger and we got Kiffin, I'm like, okay, we can, we can compete with him if he stays. Well, he didn't stay. But yeah. then when we have Dooley and Butch and, and Jeremy Pruitt, there was no hope. I was like, take Bama off. But now that we're two years in with Coach Hype, I'm like – just keep them on hell yeah keep keep them on because now i feel like we have a legit shot to beat them now i'm not going to say we're going to beat them every year that that's crazy talk but if we are competitive and say if we play them five times and we beat them you know it's two the series is two and two and they get us on the last one that's okay that's still you know it's uh, yeah you said it perfectly nothing now is not the time to, to dip
1: no um, you know, I love the fact that they still – they gave us Vandy and Kentucky. I think those are our rivals for us. And, like, I think we're more of a rival to Kentucky than Kentucky has with any other SEC East teams. And the same thing for Vanderbilt. Like, we're – like, it's a lot more heated between us and them than anybody else. So, I think that – like, I like the fact that they kept them on. South Carolina, Missouri, like, Cool. Like, give us Mississippi State Arkansas. That's fine with me. Like, interchangeable doesn't matter. There's not like a big thing there. Um, And then getting OU. I know why they did it because Heifel played there and he, you know. Heisman runner-up, and national champion. like, Look at the ratings. Look how many old pictures of Hypo we get to put up on the broadcast when it's on freaking CBS. I get it. But we just played Oklahoma. I've already seen Oklahoma. Oklahoma's not even considered the better team right now. Everyone's picking Texas to have more success. I want Texas. I want to be able to play them. We've barely ever played them in the past. I think like two games in like the history – of, of Tennessee, UT versus UT. I, I grew up when, when I grew up, I'm was originally born in Texas. So growing up and playing the NCAA video games, like sometimes you get bored with being on Tennessee and doing a dynasty. I would pick Texas as like my other team to do it on. So I was like, Oh, I'm from there. I could be con- I could be a fan technically, but it was just like, so I, that part of it I, I I just really want to play Texas. I think it would be so cool. I think a uniform matchup is cool with a little burnt orange and, and our orange. I, I think it just it's just a better game to, in my eyes but I get it like the hypo connection and all that stuff but for the history of Tennessee I want to play Texas bad.
0: So I I feel like we've seen Oklahoma a lot. You know, um, meaning we've played them twice, then they were on the schedule, then they got pulled from the schedule because of this. Yeah. And if you ever want to know why something's happening, follow the money. And you're a thousand <laughs> exactly. percent. And you're a thousand percent right. It's hype returning it. Oklahoma's not coming to us. It's Oklahoma, it's it's Coach Hype returning to Oklahoma. They're gonna play all that up. You know, so it's the TV execs are gonna love it. You know, that's yeah. one of my.
1: I, oh, yes, I freaking love it.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, you know, Bailey, Liz's boyfriend – or Liz's husband. He cracks Texas me. Up. Yeah, big Texas guy, but he. That's actually not why. That's funny. That's not why I'm bringing him up. But we were on the golf course and it, we're doing like a two on two match, and someone hits a putt to bring it within like you know one hole, and he's like, the TV execs are pumped. <laughs> the producers are loving it. And I thought that was such a funny joke. And so I say it sometimes now, but it is true. You're, you're right. That's why they did it. Not, not to say though, that when Tennessee and Texas played, that it won't be a big deal. There's a lot. There's a lot around that as well. You know, who's the real UT, who's the real orange, all that. So, and that's going to happen. Like we're going to play, I guarantee it'll be the very next year we go to Austin or they come here. Yeah. Because big, it's a big TV matchup. Um, Buck Kyler, I am excited to play Oklahoma again.
1: Redemption, I, I, of course. I want,
0: I, I want a piece of that Oklahoma ass after going down there and getting kind of worked. And then we have our chance to, to beat them when they come here. And that's your senior year. And you all, just like the Florida game, just like the Bama game. Yeah that Oklahoma game is right there where you guys outplayed them. And there was a couple of decisions made by the coaching staff and I'm not putting it all on them, but it was one of those that you guys definitely could have won. uh, And you just didn't, you didn't close it out and that's okay. But I I want a piece of them. I want to beat them. And I, so I'm happy. And and the good thing is Dylan Gabriel will be be gone. So he's the only thing that scares me about Oklahoma, but he'll be gone after this year. So, uh, but I'm happy we're playing them. Uh, about yeah, I mean, heck,
1: that'll that'll be uh, the year of Nico. So,
0: right, right, very interesting. Um, if this it makes this this year South Carolina game even bigger.
1: Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, so, it does.
0: So, you think you get a shot at them every year? We absolutely dog dog raced them and whipped them and embarrassed them. Then they came back, answered big time, and embarrassed us. Yep. and um, really put a damper on where our season could go. So knowing that we all want that revenge game, we all want that game this year, but knowing that it could be a couple years down the road that we see him again, you better take advantage of it. Yeah. And the other thing, another reason why I like playing South Carolina too is for recruiting purposes. There's a, there's a lot of good prospects that Tennessee likes to pluck from, from South Carolina. And I mm-hmm. think it's always nice when we can say, hey, like, you know, South Carolina still the little brother. Like they, sometimes they have a great atmosphere when it's packed, but they don't always have it packed like we do. Yeah.
1: You know, we're, we're the
0: more winning tradition in football, things like that. So that's one reason. Um, yeah. I'm happy to keep Florida and Bama on there. It's nice to keep Kentucky on there. Um, Arkansas, Mississippi state, you know, those, those are, those are fine. Like you said, it's just, you know, we've played them plenty of times in our life, but you know, to, to not have the same old same old every year is kind of refreshing.
1: Yeah, I, I I think it'll be cool, like the rotating schedule, having the three that we always play, and then rotating everybody else. Like I think I think it will be cool, but I, I like the point you made about South Carolina. Like if you don't if you if you don't know that like maybe you won't play them again in five years, and then they finish with like just two and O versus you going into that drought, God. Like, that would be horrible just in every aspect. So, it's like, we got to take advantage of this. You know, they, they like South Carolina has our number. No, 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 no. Like, right. I get it if it was Georgia, if it was Bama, Florida, but like, not South Carolina. Come
0: on. Funny thing is, too, it's a lot of been about the coaches there
1: Steve Sperger, yeah,
0: in the pot, Will Muschamp stirring the pot and now you mm-hmm. got Shane Beamer and he might be the biggest pot stirrer out of the three of them. And that's saying a lot because of because of Steve Spurrier with UT. But um so, yeah, I'm excited for for that one. Um But anyways, yeah, so so I'm good. I'm I'm good with there and it, it's uh it's exciting. That, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I, I think something new and having Texas and Oklahoma in SEC is like very, oh, well, let's see what happens like. It's, I don't
0: know. It's nice too, because like I was saying, talking about Bama, I feel that way overall now. Maybe three, four years ago, I'd have been like, oh shit. Like, we have to, now we have to play Oklahoma or Texas. Like, dang yeah. it. We already, you know, have to play Georgia. We already have to play Bama. We already have to play Florida. Like, those are three crucial games. But, but, now, that, was,
1: but that was when we were trying to just be a bowl eligible.
0: Right. But now, yeah. that, but now that we have a coach that I truly trust. Not that, like I said, not in any way am I being, oh, we're gonna win them all. Oh, we're going to national championship. Oh, we're doing this, doing that. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, as a competitor, uh, I'm like, let's let's go. Like let let's yeah. compete now. But I can now I can say that though about my team because I feel confident in who's leading the organization. And so mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, you know. I would have made a joke of being like, oh, I guess Mississippi State, like when we played them three years ago or four years ago, five years ago, they're going to have a really good team. Or like when we played Arkansas last time and they were, you know, really good because of it, – it just seemed like every time we played that East – I mean, we played Ole Miss and they were like – we hadn't played them in years and they were the number one team in the nation or something. Yeah. Right? So, it's just it's just every year we played the East team, they were up that year. I don't even care about that stuff anymore. Like, I don't care who's on the schedule. I trust, I trust hype.
1: Yeah which so. is a great feeling to have the best. That's what, that's what Alabama has been feeling since 2008. They yeah. don't care who's on the schedule. <laughs> right. Right. Um, all right, let's jump into vol, vol baseball. So guys are in the college world series played LSU yesterday. Uh, they now have Stanford. Correct.
0: Yes. Stanford. Yeah. Monday too.
1: No, on, on Monday. um, you called it, said they would lose this first game. I don't think there's a lot of people that are going to beat that pitcher for LSU. He is unbelievable. That man – I I mean, the announcers were giving it – like, they were doing justice. They were saying, you know, usually when you're in a game like that and it's, you know – it's towards the end of the year like we're all excited you get annoyed at the announcers just right. you know sucking off the competition acting like they're the best things in the world da, da, da. but i was like yeah that's 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 about right like yeah. our guys can't hit anything he's throwing 102 right down the pipe his change ups like yeah, I, I can see what the hype is about. I see why they're saying he's a major league guy. Like he could be pitching in the majors now. Um, because man, he he was ridiculous. I and it 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 kind of gave me pride. I, I don't know if it's more of like first game of college world series, like you want to make sure and win, or if it was like we're playing Tennessee, like we gotta put him out there. But you know, for us to score our first run when he's 122 pitches in, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, once again, not huge baseball guys here. Yeah. So, so for us to be like, wow, we're impressed by something that, that usually doesn't get our attention. I mean, it's not fair, but we, we're the type of fans that, you know, we need a home run that is at a big clutch moment to get us excited. Mm-hmm. You know, we can we can watch a football game, and it could be second and eight, and if they throw a swing right out to the running back and our our star position or corner flies up and makes a tackle for four yards, but it's a dope flip tackle, I'm hype. Yeah. You know, um, so for baseball, for us to maybe appreciate um, a pitching performance like that against our own team – and I felt the exact same thing as you. Now I thought we were going to win all, I mean, thought we were going to lose all because of my gut. LSU is a very good program. They have a bunch of, they just got a bunch of ball players. I feel like everyone that steps up can, can take one yard or can get a clutch hit. I feel like they're all super sound. the first easy.
1: three guys in their lineup are very good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, 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 it's impressive to watch. And So I just had that gut feeling that we lose. I do think we beat Stanford. So I I do think that. Um, But I didn't even know about this Skeens guy. I didn't even know he was pitching. So that's not why I thought we were going to lose. I I legitimately, I thought the game starts at 7. I hear it gets delayed. That is when Megan and I go and, and fish. And so by the time I come back, it's, I don't know, like third, fourth, maybe third inning. And I sit, sit sit down and start watching this guy deal. And I kid you not, I watched like four pitches and I'm like, holy heck, like this. Yeah. Is and then I'm sitting there, I'm like, this is going to be a long night. Like, I don't know if we're going to get some, you know, let alone runs. I don't know if we're even going to get any hits. Oh, no. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it was impressive. And um, I was happy. I was happy with the, how the team battled back put up some runs, got some late hits. There could have been some nerves in there for for LSU towards the end a little bit. So I'm happy it just wasn't a 5-0 walkout, you know, kind of easy does it. Maybe get our team some momentum that we got some of those hits and some of those runs. Not that I not that I think that our team lacks confidence, but it's nice. Like you know who's on the mound. You know, you you know who's on on the mound or on the other side when you're playing them. And so most ninety percent of competitors are saying, "Hey, like, let's run it and let's do it." And then when you start playing and guarding them, you're like, "Yeah, he's worth it." Then it's kind of like, "Okay, am I good enough to hang, or do I need to prove it to myself?" You know, one of those things. Does that yeah. make
1: sense?
0: And so I think it's nice that they can say, "Okay, listen, we got some hits, we got some runs," then they had to pull him. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like LSU. They would have been in a bad spot if they didn't switch to the next pitcher after that guy came in, like, the guy came in after Skeens in his and his ditch. pitch, yeah. took it out of the house, scored two runs. Like, that definitely, I mean, there were nerves for LSU, for sure. Like, we were coming out of that eighth inning, two runs. There was, okay, this is, and when we look back to the Super Regional, when we look back to the Regional, when we look back to Tennessee baseball getting hot at the right time, they don't score in the first four. They score five, six, seven, eight. Like that's when they score all their all their runs. So it is very much like, how long can you hold out with this Tennessee baseball team? Because eventually they wear down those pitchers. And it's like if you're not perfect, then they're going to take advantage. Right. So um, I definitely think LSU was like, oh, oh, there they are. Like, where, you know, here's that Tennessee team we know. Um so and and I also I also think it's to everyone else because every other game that played before us was one run games, you know six to five, five to six, like it was all very close. Two to one, three to two. I think was uh, Stanford and Wake Forest or something like that. But it was all very close games. Ours was the least close, I guess. Right. But it was like all right, Tennessee still got life. Like this isn't right. going to be an easy game. Right. Versus and, us.
0: And I think that's I think that's important for, for sure. Um, there was one other thing I was about to say when you were talking and then now I forgot it. Um, shoot. I'll, I'll, if I remember it, I'll, I'll
1: let you. But know. Uh, one other funny thing I thought was just hilarious is the first score that LSU had. They uh, it was like second or third inning. It was like right when. They panned over to Peyton sitting up against the wall. They're like, Yeah, Peyton Manning's here. Da- 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 little thing. And then they just pan right back over to the pitch and the guy, buddy sends a yard. I'm like, dude, Peyton can't fucking catch a break. Like not with, not we're with always just like, he's a he's a curse. Don't come to any games. Don't do he literally was at the LSU game of football and we whooped their ass. So it was like. Hey, maybe it's okay. Like he actually and then he gets there, they pan to him and Homer. <laughs> it's
0: not, uh, yeah, I heard, yeah, it's not fair to him that he would come back to games
1: for the 10 years of the decade of disaster when, you know, it's not his fault. <laughs> yeah. He, right when he retires and he's able to come back to games, where the worst we've ever been. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, exci- I'm
0: excited to see how, how the, like I said, how, like I said, I think, we win monday and i'm excited to see how they bounce back um, and kyler for me it's already a successful season they made it to the world series i'm yeah. I'm, I'm i'm a very um lackadaisical, very uh, i don't really know the word i'm looking for right now baseball fan you know i enjoy going to a couple maybe a game He's or two mad. a year watch right
1: what's <laughs> He's that? a baseball fan what's that? I say you're just mid. You're just like a yeah, mid baseball yeah, fan.
0: Yeah. And you know, and so there's some cool like I genuinely love watching that Clemson game. I got extremely excited, extremely yeah. hype. And like I, you know, I enjoy going to one game, maybe two games a year. I want them to do good. If if we do win a World Series, I will absolutely go bananas. That will be super, super sick. But the way that this team started and how they've pushed through, I'm proud of them. And to make it back to the World Series, it's 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 a big deal. It's it really is building an awesome culture slash organization for the baseball team. I, yeah. I certainly feel like as long as Tony V's there, we're gonna we're gonna be in and out of the World Series every couple of years. So it you know I think so too. It's a successful season in my eyes.
1: Yeah, I would agree, especially like where they started i mean that was the whole story about this team is like they did not start off great like they were losing games and it was hey is this coming over from the last season because we were so good we were the villains and then we didn't even make it right and it was such a letdown um and it was kind of like are we regressing are we really not good enough will we ever be good enough so just to prove like no we're one of the best eight teams right we made it to the college world series so I, I agree with you. I think it's great for the program. I think it's great for Tennessee athletics in general. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, boy, do we look – we look like all around school, and I love that.
0: It, it, it is not it, – it only helps everything else.
1: Everything. Everything. All
0: right, all right big boy. Mr. Boo Kata, I'm excited mm. to hear what you think. I'm excited to hear what you think. I'm going to let you go first after our yeah. So,
1: so – Mr. Boo, hey, uh, a 5'11", 185.
0: I'm doing it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Boo Carter. A, I, you interrupted. Let me start over. Okay, go. <laughs> All right, Boo Carter, local guy. Okay, I'm excited to see what you think. 5'11", 180. I am on 24-7. So, 24-7, they have him as a three-star, number eight in Tennessee. But then the 24-7 composite has him as a four-star, number two, in, in the state of Tennessee behind another Tennessee guy, Caleb Beasley, Mm -hmm. um, uh, 17th athlete and he's 207 in the nation. So we have Tennessee, we have Michigan, uh, we have Arizona state, Arkansas, Auburn. Um, I'm skipping some of the smaller schools, Cincinnati, Colorado, Florida, Florida state, uh kentucky louisville lsu miami michigan state ohio state oregon yeah basically everywhere uh i I do not see a bama i do not see a georgia okay but then you got all the other big boys um what do you what do you see when you watch this
1: film and what do you see when
0: as a prospect
1: um, first athlete, I always hate that. It's like, really, the guy's just super athletic, so they make him play both sides of the ball. But it's obvious that he's offensive-centric. Like, he's not a, he's not going to be a DB in college. So say that. His, his greatest talent is not <laughs> flipping his hips and covering people. His greatest talent is his ability to make people miss. And that's going to be on the offensive side of the ball. I, once I started watching the film and really looking at stuff and, and watching him with the ball in his hands, it just reminds me of Alvin, a lot of Alvin Kamara, the sudden jab in the ground and making someone else fall because you're changing directions is crazy. Like his ability to do that, his ability to bounce off tackles. He makes guys look stupid out on the field, and I have, I'm i all for it. That I really like Boo. I think he is one of those guys like uh, Cameron Seldon in that just give him the ball and see what this man can do. In the way that we saw in the spring game with Cam, where it was like, okay, we'll throw it to him. Okay, we'll let him run. Okay, we're just going to try different things. This is another one of those where we always talk about like Hypo can do it with anybody, but give him somebody special and it's going to be crazy. And this guy can play wide receiver. He can make dudes miss on routes in man coverage. He can find holes. I mean, he's great at reading his blockers and shout out Bradley central coaching staff. There were some damn good blocks out there. Okay. I will say that. So I was like, hell yeah, guys. Like what a block for your boy. Um, I think but, he's
0: at Bradley central now.
1: He used to be at, uh, at uh Chattanooga Christian. Okay. So, yeah. But while wh- whatever that highlight tape is, I'm like, hell yeah, good job. Like some great blocking on it, but his ability to read his blocks to find the hole where it is and then just what you always want is for running back for it to be one on one with somebody else, right? We don't have the numbers to block everybody. You got one guy you got to take care of. This guy can take care of five. He can make five dudes miss. It does not matter. He'll reverse field. He'll do whatever he needs to do. Um, the balance and the vision, like that, is the kind of stuff I I just thought was ridiculous. I mean, some of those plays, dude, just go on for. Forty seconds, thirty seconds, because he's just all right, I'm making this guy miss reverse field, make this guy miss reverse, field. break this tackle, slip off this. I that was a very impressive tape. I think I wasn't like blown away by his speed per se to like say like, oh, he's faster than everybody else on the field. I think he's definitely fast, but his cutting ability, it 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 it's like uh I think it was Waddle, while he was at Bama, that like Buddy was just cutting all the time and making people fall and trip and breaking ankles. Um, but he ne- definitely wasn't as like fast as Devontae Smith in a way. Yeah, so he's the same way. Like he's not he's not the fastest guy in the field. He's still a four or five guy, but his cuts are just deadly, making dudes look stupid. Um yeah. and we can kind of break down some more plays when well, you're talking about it but I mean I I I really like Boo. So I I'm a little bit different. Um I
0: like Boo. I think he's um I think he's good. Uh I wasn't left in awe. And there's a couple of reasons or a couple of things about that. So when I'm scrolling through Twitter, I I don't I don't follow like any of these recruits, but I obviously mm. will see stuff about them that either, I guess now if someone you follow likes it or they try to put stuff on your page, there's that page where you can follow stuff that's kind of recommended for you yeah. or you can go to follow, or you can go to go through your timeline of just people you follow. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of, of boo, I uh, meaning like a lot of clips and a lot of different stuff mm. like that. Um, and so I have, I have some mixed emotions. First off, my, my favorite thing about it. Um, is that he's already talking about bringing in people with him. I always, always, I always love that. And I always appreciate that if it's a part of a personality of a recruit that says, Hey, I've joined here. I, this is where I'm choosing to go. I have a great relationship with them. Like I love this university enough to choose to go there. And then they, they want to express that to other individuals and why, Why would you not want to go somewhere and bring other
1: really talented people with you? Because you're going there to hopefully win. Yeah. I mean, he even stated like we're going I'm going there to win a natty. Like That's what he wants. Right.
0: So so I appreciate all that. The other thing that I like about it is he is a Tennessee guy. He's you know, he's not Knoxville, but he's not far down the road. So mm-hmm. I always love keeping the in-state. You know, right now, Tennessee has the number one, two, number number one and number two kids in the state. Yeah. So I, I, I love that. that that's fantastic. Um, I think football-wise, he's, he's a stud, and he's a football player, meaning they put him everywhere. So he'll play at safety. He'll play at running back. He'll play receiver. It's very much a he's our best player or one of the best players on the team. Mm-hmm. So we need him to do a lot of stuff to help us win hmm. So so that's great. I respect that. And I love that. Um, it does sometimes make me nervous when they're an athlete. You know, are you going to play re- a running back? Are you going to play receiver? Are you going to do a little bit of both? You have to be extremely special to do that on the college level. I'm not saying that he's not. I I just kind of wait and see. I'm not one yeah. of these just highlight film and be like, oh, yeah, he can be the next you know, Reggie Bush, Dexter McClester, Percy Harvin, you know, one of these Danthony Thomas guys that are just electric, mm. you know, uh, I feel like he's going to have to find a spot, whether it is running back or receiver. I, I also watch this and wouldn't be surprised if he's on campus for a year or so and then transfers out because he can't find a role. Um, I think the one reason I don't think that happens is because of Hypel. and I think mm-hmm. Heupel is very good at using his pieces. Um, I, I, and this is just all just seeing stuff on 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 Twitter that, and I get it. These guys are young, and and these guys are being fed a lot of stuff. I felt like he might have been a little bit more on that ego side than some of the other people, and and that that is all because, like I said, I don't follow any of them. But I see a lot of stuff – or, excuse me, I don't follow any of them, but I will see stuff because it's either recommended to me or people like it. And I just always felt like he was the one who's going places. And sure, you can post something like, hey, I'm here for the weekend. But it's always like, hey, where are my fans at? Where are my fans at? And I get it. They're trying to grow their following because that helps in the NIL space and all that so I stuff. Just, I just felt –
1: yeah, I mean the whole hey, I'm going to announce at 8 p.m. on Saturday. Here's the prime time event. I
0: thought I thought that was it's a little... on
1: Instagram Live. Yeah, I get I, think, I get what you're saying.
0: I think that's a little tough. Like T U F F, tough, tough, tough. As yeah, I, my friends and I say it's. And I thought it was funny too. It's like, bro, University of Tennessee baseball's in the in the World Series. I love football more than anything, but I don't give a damn that you're. I, I'm not tuning in. I forgot about it. I I didn't even know that he had committed to us until probably an hour and a half later because I was yeah. on Twitter reading about the baseball. So I just, I just think some of that shit's a little, a little much, and it's just kind of annoying. And if you do that stuff, like you, obviously he thinks he's a dog and special. If he's proclaiming we're coming here to win a national championship, listen, like I love the confidence and be about it. But I say all that to say when I turn the film on, I think it's fine. I think he's a very, very good high school football player. I don't know. If what he does there is going to translate to Tennessee in on that level. I I see how he his game mirrors an AK. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of like a Walmart brand AK. And no that's no offense to Walmart. Like I got shopped there plenty, but you get, you get the point. He's yeah. he's he's a discount AK. He, he and I never watched AK's high school highlight film. Yeah. But I'm going I take it very I'm very, um, I'm very. Uh, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I can't think of the word. I don't. I don't say this. Per, I don't uh, compare people to people that are great. I, I, I'm going to be very cautious when I compare someone to Derek Barnett, to AK, to Eric Berry, to Cordell Patterson, some of these guys that have come through. So yeah, he he. He has those feet and those moves and that balance and that AK is not the fastest guy. Yeah, he runs away from people. He's very very good. So I get that I, and I like that. But like mm-hmm. I said, to me, it might be a Walmart brand or a Dollar General brand. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I would I,
1: agree definitely. I, I, I think would, I, would, I was would. just trying to point out like this the the skills uh, that he's showing are like in that realm. Like you're not going to say he's like Jalen Hurd.
0: Right, even no, though
1: Jalen Hurts is a good running back, right. it's like
0: agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, so one thing I wanted to do is go back and look at the at the at the caliber of people he was playing because being local, I noticed that you know he's playing Webb on his highlight tape, he's playing Grace Christian on his highlight tape, and so I go and you know last year uh, the loss of CPA, CPA is pretty good school and they lost twenty eight to thirteen, but then you know they play Franklin Road, they pay good, play good pasture. They play Grace Christian, you know, CAK. Like, dude, these, these are not good. They're, they can be fine high school programs for their division. So mm-hmm. that's I'm not knocking them. I'm saying they could be a winning division within, within their division, but it's a lower division. Yeah. They're not, you know, they play a big boy in Macaulay and they lost 28 to 7. So I'm like, okay, that kind of tells me what I need to know. You know, they they lose to Webb 29-28 it's that's that's not that's not the best of competition when you're looking to go to go play in an SEC school. So, I'm looking at like, okay, he I don't he he was really good against that competition. I'm not going to say he dominated it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I think yeah. he I think he was really good against it. I I don't think he dominated it. And if you're playing individuals like this, I think you need to dominate. Like like Grace Christian, bro, they they beat him 62 to 14. Like they, Grace Christian's not good, you know what I mean. So I know mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm saying his team beat Grace, but like some of these people that he's playing, I, it, it does it doesn't make what he, I guess what I'm trying to say is it doesn't make it any more impressive. It's not like he's out there doing this and it's against NBA, Endsworth, Macaulay, Baylor, um, you know, maybe a you know MUS. So so that's another thing. So overall, um, I think there for me personally, I think there was a little bit more. Height than there was substance for for me personally because I feel like I've heard his name a bunch over the past year. You see these clips of him, and um, and you it, when camps and all this different stuff. And and don't get it twisted. Him in the open field, it's it's a cheat code. Like I, yeah. I'll admit, like it's a cheat when he's in the open field with the ball in his hands, one on one. He's going to make at least that first guy miss. Whether it's him running or whether he's running a route and he's doing his – that little Mm -hmm. footwork where he's basically playing a joke on the guy. And then he basically comes up, does one, like a little shimmy, and then he'll go right or left. And the person can't keep up with him for who he's playing or at some of these camps. Um, But then I look at, you know, him with the ball in his hands. And, yeah, he makes the first guy miss, but then he might get tackled after a 12-yard game. Like, is he house-calling everything against the competition? Is he breaking five tackles? and on like almost every play and then safety. He's, he's just a pretty good safety because he's more athletic than most people. He, he was not yeah, good. No,
1: no, no, yeah. he's not a, he is not a safety. Like no, he's, he, he does not pay. He does not concentrate on anything about being a safety.
0: Right. Right. He's just there because he's a very good athlete. And yeah, you know, there was one pick that he, the guy was behind him by like 10 yards. And the only reason he got up and was able to PBU because he was faster and yeah. caught up. And then, so his technique's not not there at all for DB. I think his tackling is fine. He plays pretty physical for, on defense, but yeah, he's not he's not a secondary player uh, in in the SEC. Uh, so yeah, he's an offensive weapon. And is he going to be good enough to carve out a legit role for himself on offense? And is he going to be better than other guys that Heibel brings in? So yeah. for me, for me, I'm, I'm happy that they got him. Um, because I think it's a good look for Tennessee because he's an in-state guy and he is a four- star guy and hopefully it will help with the other people that they are going after that he is friends with or he has met or mm. they respect his game from camps that they've gone to. But the actual play and the actual film, I thought I I, I just didn't think the the product was worth all the hype of what I've been hearing about for a year.
1: That, that's yeah, why. I, I think the 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 hype maybe was overdone, so it made you kind of feel like, well, where is everything, right? Because yeah.
0: yeah,
1: not not a couple of weeks ago, you went back and watched the the Bryce Brown high school highlight tape, right? And you know, you watched him at running back. You're like, I ain't Bryce Brown. You know, like yeah, there's certain tiers of stuff. So I I understand what you're saying. I thought. The skill that he had, and what you described, like no one is tackling him in the open field,
0: not one on one, like not really one on
1: one. He's getting away from it. Um, and you know, maybe it is not his skill set to block. Maybe may- I, di- I didn't see one pass blocking thing. I didn't see one out at wide receiver run blocking for his running back. Like maybe there are parts of his game that just aren't there. Um, he's not necessarily a holistic player, but he's got skills that are very dangerous on a football field. Um, that I, I, I just am like, Oh my God, like look at this athleticism and this quickness of a guy. And then think about it with Hyples offense. Yes. Yeah. That's I- me excited. That's what gets me so excited about it. And, Who knows, maybe it is better to possibly put him at wide receiver instead of running back, because when you're out there at wide receiver, they don't have as much responsibility as a running back does to help with blocking, to get lined up in the right spot, to do the correct motion, to do like the thought process that goes into it. Wide receiver, maybe not as much. Maybe it's here's your option route, and you can kind of run wherever you want. Here's, you're only concentrated on what's going on on this side of the field, not the other side. So maybe wide receiver is better for him. Um, but, you know, like you said, him bringing in other guys, him being a Tennessee guy, closing up the state, number one and number two. That, I mean, that's just, that's what people want. That's what people have been saying for years. It's like, if we can close down the state, get the recruits in our state, we're going to be all right. Like, we can win football games with guys just in our state. Um,
0: well, well, easy killer. I, you, <laughs> they Not
1: everybody, but no, I'm saying no, they that, like have to, they have guys to, in our state can help us win football games.
0: The best players in our state.
1: Yeah, the best players in our state can help us win football games. And, uh-huh. you, you know, it's not a Florida. It's not a Texas. It's not a California. It's not a Georgia. But there's still talent here. And we can't take that for granted and let him go somewhere else like it has in the past. No,
0: so, I, I, no I agree with that. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I feel like I've just seen this many times before where it's the guy who is just the most athletic with with his feet and his speed. Mm-hmm. And he's a jack of all trades. And in high school, he's really, really awesome because of his natural abilities. And then yeah. when it gets to the next level where people are just as athletic and just as quick and fast and all that stuff, then you really have to find your role and you have to be really good at it. And these guys sometimes get lost in the sauce. That That's just, that's just me. I I, I even remember when I was growing up and I was younger and some of the local names uh for me around knoxville you know you got like an anthony anderson who was at austin east and i don't Mm -hmm. even know if you remember him
1: i played he was on the same team as me
0: oh yeah right i know i know but i'm saying like i'm talking about in high school um but you got anthony anderson you know you had a dennis rogan you know we had we had harrison at catholic and then as you got a little was we got a little bit older like a guy that was in our uh our grade maybe was, was Devon Young over at and It's like these guys were the jack of all trades and can do everything. And it's like Harrison was really the only one that actually panned out, and that's because he had an actual position, which was safety. You know, mm-hmm. Dennis Rogan was the – was, you know, get the ball in his hands at Fulton. But then he went to, to UT, and I thought he actually did better than I expected because he played defense, and I thought he played fine when they had him Rainbow in
1: Cobb. Um Everyone? Yeah, Randall
0: Cobb. Randall Cobb worked out. Yeah, he was one of the jack of all trades that worked out. Um, I mean, but,
1: yeah, finally, he moved to wide receiver. He was a damn quarterback at Kentucky.
0: Yeah, but he but he was elite enough that he could do like what these what some of those guys were doing in high school. He was mm-hmm. elite enough to then do it on the SEC level. And then yeah, when he got to the NFL, he went to receiver. But you know, Anthony Anderson went to UT. Never really, I mean, maybe some special teams. He never really started anything. Like I said, Dennis Rogan had like one year at corner and he was a pretty good punt returner, but he wasn't what some of these people in Knoxville said that he was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I've just seen this a lot. And that's why I said, I think the number one thing for him is that he has Coach Heupel. And if yeah. Coach Heupel believes in him and is going to give, and give him a fair, like he'll get a fair shake to come here, work hard. Make plays, then if you can, if you prove to Coach Heibel he can trust you, he's going to get the ball in your hands in successful positions. You just have to give you have to prove to him that that you're there. Because I think if he went, if he chose Michigan, dude. You, what, what's he going to play at Michigan? Running back, receiver? Like, yeah, there you're going to have to pick. Is John, Is John? Are you going to be elite enough that John Harbaugh is designing stuff around? I don't know. Michigan's just like Tennessee; they bring in a lot of good players. I mean, Colorado's probably more of his speed if he wanted to go and be a jack of all trades But then again, Colorado has Travis Hunter, and Travis Hunter is worth the hype. I've I mean he's a he's a freak, bro. He's yeah. a freak. There's a plus reason
1: Michigan plus Michigan is very pro style offense. Right. Like, I don't know if that fits his skill set. Um and I agree with you, like Jack of all trades Like I always going through college, guys that were toted as athletes and they didn't have a necessary position, it was always a struggle for them yeah. to yeah. find where they were supposed to be. And a lot of times they did not pan out because they had no idea. They, right. they, they, they played defense and offense and concentrated on both equally and then like weren't good enough to be like, yes, I understand what a defense does, like, or I understand this position. I know that I'm supposed to put my footwork here. I know that I'm supposed to put my hands here. It's like, well, you were just – Going off athletic ability in high school, right. you weren't right. paying attention to like technique that you needed to learn for this position, um, and it does like put guys behind the eight ball.
0: Well, look, just look at at um, Cam Miller. I mean, Cameron Miller was you know three or four star coming from Memphis. He was an athlete. Does he play receiver? Does he play DB? Does he play running back? They played him at DB. He was fine, but he got buried on the depth chart. And now he's transferring back home to Memphis, and like that, yeah. I'm not be I'm not saying that as a negative. I'm just saying that's what makes me leery. Now, if this was Boo Carter, just the running back, and everything I saw was just a running back, you know, whether it was every type of run, whether it's a toss, or a power, or an iso, or a counter, picking up run blockings, catching the ball out of the backfield, um screen routes all that stuff that make me feel a little bit better but this mm-hmm. he truly is really really good and so the coaches have to use him in multitudes of ways it just makes me nervous because as we just explained we've seen it time and time again where they get lost in the sauce when they get well that sounds bad that sounds like they get to college and uh you know have the <laughs> yeah. w- no, 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 no. they get lost in the mix um you know so so I, I don't know i mean i just try to call it like i see it and yeah. I feel like I watched his highlight tape and was like, yeah, he's a good player. But I wasn't like, I mean, there was maybe twice and I was like, ooh. And that was all because of a, a one-on-one where he comes off the line, does his little footwork, and then slot, slants in. Okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. But wait till you try it to a guy who is equally as athletic as you, maybe more athletic, maybe bigger, maybe faster. They're going to eat that shit up. Like, that, yeah. that, you know what I mean? And who's,
1: and who's smart enough that can get away with cheating. I mean, DBs at the next level, they know how to yeah. get that little grab on the hip to make oh. it to where you can't run your slant as smooth as you want, and they're all right. over your back, and they don't call a foul. Then they bat the ball away, and it's like, are you just going to throw your hands up, get irritated, then ne- not be able to come back the next play? Because that happens to guys. Absolutely. Where they're just like, well, they're cheating. They're holding me. I can't do anything. Blah, blah, blah. And they get down in the dumps. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, you got to step your game up. Right. If they're cheating, just – Just step up. You got to step up another level.
0: You got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. Exactly.
1: So, I mean, I get it. And then before we ever left, I wanted to shout out Idris Farouk. We talked about him last week, and Buddy got his fourth star. Absolutely love that. Um, You said it yourself, criminal, that this man was the three star. Should he send us something saying, (laughs) should we just say you're welcome? Yeah, yeah. I mean it's obvious uh someone over at Rivals has been watching the pod. <laughs> There's they're subscribed to the YouTube. Let's just say that. Maybe
0: now they listen to me not be so pumped about Boone, they drop him back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, hey, I, we I, drop I,
1: in I, the recruiting ranking cause all cause of Reed. <laughs>
0: nah, I, listen, Adrees he earned that shit. He he's a baller, bro. He put that he put he put everything that you want to see on film.
1: So congratulations to him. That that's cool. That's really yeah. cool. Honestly, I'm very excited for him. I am too. All right, man. Great pot. See you, Kyler. Bye, buddy. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. If you are watching, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, leave a comment. Absolutely love the comments. Um, If you're just listening, rate and review, download and re-download and follow us on whatever listening platform that you use. Also follow us on social media at uh, pancakes and bacon for our main account on Twitter at pancakes and bacon underscore RTI on Instagram. If you want to follow Reed, his is at our bacon 26 on Twitter. And then if you would like to follow myself, it is at Kyler Curbison on all social media. So you can find me there, uh, but really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, you fans are the reason we keep going. And as always, Go Vols!